It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Oh my, why did I just eat kids snacks when you literally are delivering me cold chicken fingers (laughs) and french fries and cupcakes? What did I do to deserve this? Well, I'm so confused. Is it my birthday? (gasps) No, but you told me there was a chicken finger shortage, number one, and there's not because I got them today. But they cost more money. (laughs) I didn't see how much they cost. But what we're talking about today, a brand has combined an activation with those two lovely things. Your two, I'm like, when I was reading it, this is your dream. Like Wait your a two minute. favorite things. Hang on. She handed, so Alexis said, hit record and I'll be in in a minute. So I followed her directions. She hands me a very fancy looking plate. I think we need a picture of this uh, with French fries, two chicken fingers, two cupcakes and cane, raising Cane's dipping sauce. On it, and it is the most random combination of food, but it's awesome. Well, we're gonna learn about that random combination today. Okay, you Yum. want me to take off the cupcakes and go heat the chicken for you, real I quick? Mean, we can press pause so you're hungry. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> well, this is a great start to the day. Great start to the day, and it's a great brand we're talking about today. Is it I'm raising canes? <laughs> Or cupcakes? Or cupcakes? What is it? No, it's Benefit Cosmetics. What the hell does that have to do with chicken fingers and cupcakes? You must wait. Oh my God, I'm excited. Yes, I'm really excited because I was, I just, this week I started down a path of one brand and it just like didn't resonate with like the core of who I was. So I just couldn't get into it. But then I randomly came across this brand Benefit, which I've known who Benefit Cosmetics is for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've actually used some of their products, but just the more and more I started diving in, I'm like, what a freaking cool brand. And you know why? Why? They're so cool and why they aligned with my core? Because they are inspired by fun. And guess what their tagline is? I don't know. Laughter is the best cosmetic. Oh, I love that tagline. I know. And it's just like, I think it was in the- everyone looks beautiful when they wear a smile. Maybe not everyone. Maybe you should be their spokesperson, (laughs) not rotten teeth people. But wait, what? When they have a smile? Oh, like, (laughs) I thought you were saying like they've used people with rotting teeth in their campaigns. Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. But yes. Yes. A smile is just the most beautiful thing you can wear. I agree. And when you're smiling and talking like I am, you can tell like how happy you are. Wait, you know what's funny about that? Uh, We in the past, like did a lot of training, like sales trainings for our clients. And one of the first things we always say is when you answer the phone, make sure you're smiling because people can hear your smile. I know. It is true. I agree. And you know, Wes was really grumpy yesterday or whatever was going on with him. And I was like, smile. You know what? If you smile, it's going to make your body feel better. It's like, it's like milk does a body good. No, a smile does a body good. A smile does does not only does your body good, but does everyone else around you good. Yeah. You can just fake it till you make it. Smile is contagious. 
And the funny thing is, two seconds ago, I was not smiling. No, so I we walked just in turned this house. it on. I walked in this house and she looked like she was ready to murder somebody. I was thinking I was going to have to come up with a crisis communications plan for her commitment of some no. sin. <laughs> and then I took a deep breath and I got excited about our podcast. So put on a smile. for any of you who don't know who Benefit is, you may know some of their top selling products like Bad Girl Lash, Hula, and Benetint. Have you heard of any of those products? I've heard of Benetint. Um, I've never heard of the other two. Okay. Well, there's a really distinct energy that comes with Benefit Cosmetics. Like, consumers celebrate the brand for the fun and sassy vibe it brings. It's bubblegum pink aesthetic across its stores, counters, and packaging. Have you seen, like, their countertops I think in so. Sephora or yeah, anything I've like that? Yeah, I've seen the um, displays in Sephora, and I feel like they had pop-ups or something like that before when I, maybe when I was younger. Yeah. I don't really, I don't remember. I've always known them in, again, Sephora or like at the Macy's counter and they're just, they're girly, but they have like, they have that sass, like a little attitude in there. And I think it's like the fonts they use with different products, but it's like not too girly, but just like the perfect combination. I love it. Yeah. Speaking of like where you've seen them, did you know they actually started with stores first, not in department stores? Huh. That, maybe that. What year was that? You were not alive. Oh, okay. Let's just say that. I didn't know the brand has been around. It's so funny how we just assume like, well, we didn't see it when we were younger, but like, why would I know what cosmetic companies were around when I was like little? You know I what know. I mean? That's but I what, just, I don't, I, would th- I thought it was a newer brand. I thought it was a newer brand too. And that's why, again, I was so fascinated with Benefits. So let me give you a little background on how two twin sisters, Jean and Jane Ford, who were born in a small town in Indiana, built a multi-million dollar global empire based on a coin toss. Wow. But also, thank you for clarifying that it was two twin sisters. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I'm excited. Tell me more about this coin toss. <laughs> Yes. Oh, right. That's Alexis. The twins graduated from Indiana University and modeled in print ads and Caligun TV commercials for two years after they graduated. Okay. So they were making like some ancillary income, but they were unmarried. And like most of their friends at that time, they were like urged by their mother who actually was a radio talk show host to like get a life. Like you can't live in my house anymore and just like be pretty and be modeling. What year was this? 1976. Oh, so like in this era, it was like, I mean, I guess it was 70s, but you get married and you have kids. Like and that was still a thing. Yes. Most doing. of their friends were married and their her mom was like, all right, girls, you got to get it, get it together. Going. They were born in Ohio. So they left Ohio to move to San Francisco, the big city, in 1976, and they decided to flip a coin on whether to open a casserole cafe or a beauty boutique. Oh my God, thank the Lord they did not pick casserole cafe. That sounds like the most disgusting business ever. I hate all that shit mixed together. Casseroles? Okay, casseroles just are my worst nightmare. Mine too! Okay, let me just tell you a quick story, because Indiana... I had a boyfriend in college. Is this the one that you supported, fully supported with your Tupperware si- like sales job? Yes. Okay. And <laughs> I was just beat. blinded by love, apparently. I don't know. But I remember going back to Indiana to meet his parents. And I swear to God, we ate casseroles like every oh. freaking night. And me from California, I'm like, casserole? What is a casserole? I don't even think I knew what a casserole was. It's a, I just can't. And like, all I think of is this gloppy 
cheese and pasta and mayonnaise and and broccoli. Disgusting. If you have a good casserole and you want to prove us wrong, I guess. Send us the recipe. Uh, I'm not going to make it. (laughs) Send us a picture. Send us a picture. Or a video. So, yes. Thank God the coin was in favor of the beauty boutique. So they opened a face place at... They, they really just flipped a coin. They were like... Was there like was there data behind like the casserole industry was booming and that was a valid option or was it like... Those are two very different things. I mean, again, 1976, like I don't think... Again, women were typically like raised to be... I mean, housewives. not... Housewives. Housewives. Like my mom, I remember, you know, she... Didn't go to college. She was a like her mom was like you're gonna get married and have kids and you know run the house. That's your job. Yeah. So I guess casserole cafe could have been available. They were like casseroles. You know that's what we knew and that's what in the Midwest you know (laughs) keeps you warm and fluffy. So again, they opened Face Place at 2448 Mission Street in San Fran back in '76, and everyone told them you are crazy. Like why are you opening a beauty boutique in the middle of the women's movement? If you also didn't know that. I didn't think about that. So women were urged to obviously be homemakers, but there was a whole other group of women that were protesting and saying like women's pride. They did not want to wear makeup. Like wearing makeup was not a thing. They were actually probably protesting, don't look pretty and be who you are and you know, all those fabulous things. But these twins, Jean and Jane were like, no, we are going to do this. We are determined and we get like they're celebrating women's empowerment, but wearing makeup was all about the experience for them and the experience of feeling good and laughing all along the way. Like that's what they thought it was. Yeah. And guess what? What? They were successful. Did they, were they self-funded? How did they open in San Francisco a retail shop? Well, they used a lot of their money from modeling. Okay. I forgot about the modeling. Yeah. And they, their mom was a radio talk show host. So they didn't really, I did a ton of research and it didn't talk about how they were funded. Okay. I must, yeah, that's maybe, and obviously 70s, it's not going to be like the retail prices of today that I'm thinking of, but still. So obviously it went over fine. Their shop originally specialized in quick fix products for beauty dilemmas. Their first products, first product was a blush and a lip tint called Rose Tint, now named Benetint. Mm-hmm. And can you take a wild guess why they created this tint? Why? I this mean, lip tint? To have rosy lips and cheeks? I don't know. You know, it's not lipstick. It's just like a little, have yeah. you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it because okay. you can use it on your cheeks too. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know why they would nope, have created they it. they created it for an exotic dancer who was in need of nipple tint. Did you know nipple tint was like a necessary thing? <laughs> if you, I'm, I'm not joking. I my mouth up. is just open. I mean, no, I didn't. Enlighten me. I, like it literally just tints your nipples? I guess. So that's why they were like inspired to create this tint. And they're like, oh, we can tint your nipples. So why not tint your lips? Tint your nipples? I mean, I'm just imagining like, I mean, they probably were way more sophisticated than this. But like if I was making it, I'd be like, you need nipple tint? Here's some food coloring. Just Pop that shit on there. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy. Yep. Huh. Benetton is like one of their top performing products That's a great now. Pro- I've used it. Because you can use it not just on your lips. And you know what? It's funny. I didn't even think to do more research. Like, is this like a thing a staple exotic dancers use? Like Benetton? Googling so as we speak. Okay. 
I'll continue with the story. So the store was growing steady about 17 to 25% profit increases year over year. And then in 1989, they decided to develop a product catalog that was super successful. And after that product catalog, they said, let's focus on department store distribution. We need to diversify. So they did just that. And then they were they were getting some traction, but not the traction that they wanted. Like nothing super, nothing was really getting secured. So in 1990, they decided to change their name to Benefit from Face Place. I, I liked Face Place. That was that was cool. Well, Benefit is cool because yeah. it's actually inspired by the Italian word bene for good and fit for fitness. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So pretty cool name. There is a lot of areola and nipple dyes and tints. Like who would what have known? What the actual fuck? <laughs> who would have known that? <gasps> I mean, guess we're not exotic dancers and we don't tint our nipples. So, and for all you listeners out there who are in need of some nipple tint, Benetint <laughs> is your solution. I'm like in a whole rabbit hole. I don't know if I'll ever crawl okay. out of it. Go, yes. going. Crazy. So after they changed their name to Benefit, they started getting some traction and people were begging for them to be in their stores. So their first store was launched in 1991. In New York, Henry Bendel. Oh, yeah. Have Bendel's. you heard of that? Yeah. Okay. Have not heard of that. Is that like Bonton? I've heard of Bonton. That's in Pennsylvania. No, it's not a grocery store. No, no, no. Bonton is not a grocery store. It's like a weird Macy's. Yeah. Bon- it's it's similar. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Higher so, end. Higher end. In Bendel's. So from there, like once they were in Bendel's, it just took off from there. And they were able to go international in 1997 with their expansion to Harrods in London. Harrods. Yep. So... It's crazy because in 1997, they're exploding. They're going international. They didn't even have a website. In the 90s? 1997. Holy cow. Yeah. I would have thought by like 96, that's when all the brands were getting on it. Yeah. I mean, I get like not e-commerce wasn't big then or even a thing. So, but even just like a website to know where they're, like a locator where they're at. Yeah. So they decided to launch the website. Soon after, they were so successful that in 1999, they were acquired by LVMH Moe Hennessy Louis Vuitton. Yep. Which is we talked about awesome. Them. Great brand. Yeah. Great brand. So fast forward to 2008, the company is thriving and of course owned by one of the most well-known luxury brands, Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. So Little Miss Maggie and Anne, Jean's daughters, decided they finally wanted to join the company. But it's interesting because Jean never wanted it to be a family business. She was like, I actually don't want my daughters to get into this. So she encouraged her daughters to like do their own thing, go to college. But it, w- it wasn't their thing. Like neither of the daughters wanted to do it. They never wanted to work for the family business. The mom didn't want them to work there. But you they know, like fell into it. They kind of fell into it. Yeah. But I mean, if they like makeup, it's like, and you have girls. Well, guess kinda... what? They weren't. They were tomboys. They like oh. both favored sports over makeup. Maggie planned to be a doctor and Annie just like wanted to be an interior designer. But Maggie like failed all of her organic chemistry grades in college and <sighs> it just led her to change direction. She went to work after graduation at a marketing firm that specialized in beauty and she started getting like different ideas. Like maybe I could do this. Maybe I can work for my mom's company. Mm-hmm. So... After a few years, she started asking about the job at Benefit, and she begged her sister and said, Maggie, let's do this together. We got to go make a pitch that we're the two daughters, like we got to work here. So they decided to do that, and they approached the CEO and said- Was the CEO one of their moms? Nope. Okay. They had another CEO. It was a big company at this point. At, At this point, it's huge. I mean, Louis Vuitton owns it. Yeah. 
So they had to go to the CEO and propose what they wanted to do. And they proposed that they wanted to take over the more international expansion of stores and launch the like QVC concept of benefit. Yep. So the CEO like heard their pitch and he was like, okay, home shopping network business. Got it. More stores. Got it. Like you guys can definitely handle that. But here's the deal. You're the daughters, but you're going to start at the bottom and then you can work your way up to your dream job. So they did just that. Smart. Yep. And he's like, you're going to, I want you to grind it out like the rest of them. And I think that's so awesome that like the mom didn't pull strings and say like, my daughter's got to be like the VP of marketing and whatever after they first graduate. Because I can tell you, I worked with Yellow Toe Wine back in the day and that's what they did. They had like the daughter who just graduated as the VP of marketing. And was she smart? Yes. But like... As the VP of marketing, again, at 21, just out of college, like you don't know it, right? You need someone to like teach you. Mm -hmm. So obviously the girls proved to be an integral part of the business. And today the brand generates $633 million in revenue with 3,000 brow bars and 85 boutiques across 59 countries in five continents. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. That's amazing. Good thing they didn't open that casserole business. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Ugh. Hard pass. You got the history. Let's talk about why I was so intrigued by this company. Their marketing stunts and strategies that they've employed along the way are phenomenal. Not only are they creative, but like they go all out, obviously, because Louis Vuitton owns them. Yeah. So like they have the money to like blow it out of the water, but the creativity and like the detail they like they put into these things are incredible. So first of all, they have three Guinness Book of World Records, not just one, three. So the first one is the most people filling in their eyebrows simultaneously, and that was 295 people who have participated just in San Francisco. The most people filling in their eyebrows, like with an eyebrow pencil? Yeah, or... or Simultaneously. Simultaneously. What a random thing. What a random thing. The most eyebrow waxes performed in 24 hours around the world. They didn't give the number there. Yep. The most eyebrow waxes performed in eight hours by a team completing 382 eyebrow waxes in okay. eight hours. Okay. That's a lot of waxing. That's a lot of waxing. <laughs> I want to know. Fingers if, like, must be sore after Or that. like, do you think like anyone's eyebrows like fully came off because they were going so fast? <laughs> God, I hope not. Oh my God. <laughs> that would have been crazy. What they're really known for is their like pop-ups and activations. So yeah. that's probably where you remember totally. something. Yeah. And you know me, this is my dream. Like I love going all out with these like random pop-ups that are so creative and obviously cost like millions of dollars. So if anyone wants to give us some to like, you know, create <laughs> like, a badass Give stunt. us a good budget, tell us your brand, and we will give you a badass pop-up activation activation thing. So the f- first one that I was like in love with was they set up a pink train carriage at King's Cross Station to give commuters an opportunity to transition into Christmas. So the benefit Jingle Brow Express on the 20th and 21st of December had Bennett Jingle Bell boys singing Christmas carols outside of the carriage and they welcome customers in with a glass of sparkling wine from Benefit's Mrs. Claus. Oh my gosh, I love it. I mean, I just want Jingle Boys welcoming me into yeah, somewhere. Can I get that a picture awesome. of a Jingle Boy? Yeah, they were pretty hot. I'm not going to lie. I'll oh, show you these okay. pictures. On board the activation, customers were able to book brow treatments 
waxing, styling, and tinting. They were also able to pre-book or walk in. So like if they knew about it before, they could pre-plan if they were going on a trip in the train station. And all of the proceeds went to Refuge, the Look Good, Feel Better charity, okay. which is like their number one charity that they support. They also encouraged visitors to pick out mini gifts off a Christmas tree to donate these gifts to charity. Oh, that's so cool. So it was like this fun Jingle Brow Express that did was dual purpose. It was like can serve the consumers to get waxed and for them to also buy products, but also give back to charity. I love the name. Look I mean- it- Jingle Brow Express. Oh, that's the cutest thing. It's it literally is like a train car. And look how inside it looks like like it's a Barbie a Barbie train car. It's like pink velvet seats. These beautiful Louis Vuitton trunks, by the way, if you didn't notice that. And like little Tiffany's lamps, the curtains, everything is like super high class, like pink carpet. Oh my gosh, I love. What year was that? That was in. 2018. Okay, cool. Yeah, they do a lot of these things in London. A lot of the cool activations are in London. For like, we talked about Match.com a long time ago. And same. So, I mean, most of these are all in London. I don't know if it's just we don't have the space or the real estate costs too much or what. Don't why don't so. they do I, it? I think here. it's just, I don't know. Okay, well, the next one. January of 2020, in London again, they encouraged customers to pump up their eyebrows, not their biceps. (laughs) And it's a new must-see anti-gym pop-up in London. Anti-gym pop-up, okay. Yep. It was to celebrate the launch of the brand's new Benefit Browsings Pro Palette. So all... Shoppers were offered a transformation session. Oh God! Remember that time? Oh I my had God! My eyebrows Ale- transforming. Alexis got her eyebrows dyed one time by a client of ours a long time ago, and she got in the car with me after, and she looked at me and she goes, "How bad is it?" And I was like, "Um, you better plan to wear a hat for the next two weeks." Like it looked like she was um, Bert and Ernie. Like you know, like. <laughs> Like, is it Bert? Bert who has, like, the unibrow that's really dark? Like, but the funny thing is, I think you made me do it. You were like, you should go get your eyebrows tinted. Well, I didn't know that, like, you gave him no direction. Well, how like, am I supposed to give him direction? Like, I mean, you're blonde and your eyebrows were black. That was a mistake on their part. Like, literally. Why should I give them direction? Like, should, aren't they the experts? I mean, I don't think anyone at Benefit would have done that to You me. didn't ask for black eyebrows? <laughs> no, only black lipstick. Check this out. Okay, so here's the gym. It is so cute. It's oh my like gosh, the I love gym. it. Look at again. It they all look like little Barbie like it looks dream like houses. A little, yeah, like a little Barbie dream house. But it's a real. There's gym equipment in there. So why is it an anti gym? Oh, because it doesn't look like a normal gym. Yeah, but there's gym equipment. Like it's super cute. But it's the anti gym, and so you sit at those other bar, bar stools and pump up your eyebrows. Not. Oh, that was 2010? Thick eyebrows? No, 2020. Oh, I was going to say, because now thick eyebrows are so in, but in 2010, no. Okay. Oh, well, maybe I need to go back because I have no eyebrows, so maybe they need to go back and do the Burt and look and I'll be cool. You, I mean, okay. Let's try it. <laughs> no. Okay. Here's the one we've been waiting for. Chicken fingers and cupcakes. Yeah, I got to understand. Okay. This is the one I found first and I was like, okay, this is what we got. Is this why you did the episode? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this was actually in 2019, Benefit Cosmetics and Mother Clucker teamed up for a new pop-up that combined both their talents, makeup and fried chicken. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. This is my, this is like a dream I know. for me. I was like, we, well, you know what's crazy is, I don't know about that chicken wing client, but I have a friend that does fried chicken, so maybe we can convince him to do this. A hundred percent. 
So anyways, they wanted to promote the Just Wing It liquid eyeliner. What a great collaboration. What a great, and this is what is so cool about Benefit. For their new product launches, they want to like go big or go home, but they get so creative because their names are so funky that that's why they have these pairings. I love right? it. Brilliant. And guess what? It paid off. It gained a 60% increase in market share of the UK's business. Increased to So what did they million. do? What, what was the activation? Look at this. They created a Just Wing It like restaurant where you can get chicken wings and get, and get your eye, your eye eyeliner. Done? Oh my God. That is so random. Isn't that so cool? I love it. It's so cute. I mean, okay. it's just so random. So that's just the chicken finger portion. Now let's talk about the cupcakes. Okay. All right. So Benefit then decided to go all Marie Antoinette on its consumers by serving up a deliciously inventive promotional partnership with Deliveroo. Do you know who Deliveroo yeah. is? Yeah. It's the like it's like a delivery partner in the UK. Like I know. It's like what um It's like DoorDash. DoorDash, yeah. But I like Deliveroo so much better. It is. We need that. So to promote its launch of the Boeing Cakeless Concealer, they wanted a PR stunt. Boeing? Boeing. Okay. Which I didn't really get that, but it was Cakeless Concealer. Okay. All right. So they wanted a PR stunt that would like deliver this campaign flawlessly. And they wanted to promote the tagline, eat cake, don't wear it. <laughs> so this partnership was perfect for this launch. It was like a sweet treat for makeup obsessives and cake lovers. And this activation gave customers at like select locations in the UK the option to order cupcakes to their home. But for one day... On the 22nd of August, the cakes would also arrive with a senior benefit cosmetics trend artist who would shade match consumers before handing over the free concealer. And this was all available through the Deliveroo app. Oh my gosh. And so this spokes like trend artist came alongside with three bespoke vegan raspberry vanilla and strawberry and mini matcha gluten-free sponge cupcakes. Those, I, are, those aren't gluten-free. I know. Or, like, those don't look like sponge, gluten-free, or pink, but I'm going to eat it anyways. Or bespoke brand. No. Sorry. Those are from Safeway. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. That was bespoke was the like type. It was actually the partnership with the London baker, Lily Vanilli. Got it. So, but how cool. Like, they, you could go on Deliveroo. This is like what we talked about a few episodes ago with Uber. Yeah. Like you could get delivered two of your favorite products. I and love it. I love the fact like you could actually get color matched like in your home. I and love then it. eat a tasty treat. This was like a big step away from like traditional sales focused tactics. They, like according to Liz, their director of product launch, this was all about spreading awareness and garnering the most media attention that they could. Well, totally. Because what they, they only did that on one day, which who cared? Like only probably 15 customers or I'm making up a number, 20 customers had the chance to do it. But they, I'm sure they videoed it. They took photos and they, the press was enough. That's all they wanted to do it for. Okay, and again, look at how freaking oh cute. Oh my god! So the drivers were like so cute. They're in like pink benefit helmets with like a teal like, like driving suit, like a track suit, track suit. Thing. And on the back of their little Deliveroo scooter is a box with benefit and Deliveroo 
and Lily Vanilli, and that's like where all the products were. So they just like ding dong door, like at your door. Here, we're here to color match and give you some cupcakes. I love it. So cute. They did that in 2020 in the pandemic? Yeah. Wow. I know. Kind of interesting. I like it. No, I mean, it actually makes sense. Like, I mean, I guess people, not Everything everyone... was delivery, so they didn't want to come color match in the stores. Yeah. That's probably why. That's cool. I mean, they like... creative. They've knocked it out of the park. I mean, obviously, they've grown like crazy and Louis Vuitton bought them. But like since then, they are so inventive. Like I'm going to talk about one more stunt and then we're going to talk about like what they've done digitally just to catapult everything. Yeah, let's do it. So another one, this is badass. So to launch their Bad Girl Bang new mascara, in 2018, they announced they've created the biggest beauty innovation of the year, along with a mascara campaign to match. Benefit Cosmetics set up a silver spacecraft pop-up staffed by intergalactic pink astronauts who encouraged people to try the brand's new product. Ooh. The space-themed pop-up launched at Blue Water Shopping Center in Kent and then traveled to Manchester and Cardiff to give customers a chance to get the first-hand experience of the mascara made with aeroparticles. What? Yeah, aeroparticles makeup actually are some of the lightest raw known materials that are commonly used for making everything from spaceships to satellites to spaceships. So they actually use these particles in their mascara. Spaceships to satellites to spaceships? To spacesuits. Oh, then that's so random. So they use this like super light material to create mascara. Because, you know, sometimes mascara can be like so heavy and clumpy and it's disgusting. Yeah. You know, I really like, I use the... um what is it? The Thrive, Thrive one, which yeah. I love. Yeah. But sometimes like I don't if you like don't get it, it comes all off. off. I don't like how it, it comes off like chunky. And like you're pulling your eyelashes I know. out. It's I kind know. Of funky. That's a problem. But And it's sometimes if it doesn't all the way come off, it feels heavy. I agree. I think I need to switch. I'm kind of over it. Yeah. I'm Anyone have switch. suggestions for mascara? Maybe we should try Benefit. Let's try Bad Girl Galactic. Okay. Okay. You have to see this video first because it's awesome. That video is so cool. I've never seen like a launch video like that. It's like so cool. And check the pop-up out. Look at the spaceship. Oh, that's like the pop-up where you go test the mascara. I'm obsessed. It looks like it is literally a spaceship. It looks like it's landing. There's like smoke coming out of it. And it's all pink on the outsides. And it's like metal and glass and and bright blue lights. And it's so cool. We'll definitely post the picture. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. So, so like people would walk up there and get their brow and try, sorry, and try the mascara. Yeah. So they actually, so that was just the teaser video that I showed you. But what they did is they also did that. And then they like unveiled, like the spaceship, like launched with smoke. And then the brow bar or the eyelash bar was open and you could try on the mascara and buy the mascara. Oh my gosh. So, so cool. cool. These are like my dreams. They must spend so much money on this stuff. I, I mean, how much was it to make that spaceship? Oh, so much. Crazy. Okay. So like I said, let's talk about their other innovations. Like their pop-ups, their stunts are incredible. They're so well thought out, so detailed, and obviously super high budget. During COVID, they decided to take brows to the AR space. Oh. Which is crazy. But- in the words of Emily Dybard, the director of global digital marketing at Benefits, brows are really hard to do in AR because 
it's like requires precision and they need to, like the AR needs to accurately portray hair. Like it can't just look like a blob, like my Bert and Ernie eyebrows. So capturing AR is like much more demanding than doing anything with lips, like brows or anything with hair is way harder. Yeah. But Benefit Cosmetics searched for the perfect AR solution that they could find to find this company that could actually deliver natural, lifelike, virtual try-on eyebrows. And they reviewed so many different technologies and they chose Perfect Corp's UCAM Makeup Virtual Try-On Solution. So if you haven't heard of Perfect Corp's UCAM Makeup Try-On System. I mean, that's a horrible name. Can we shorten it? I know. Look at I like, can barely say it. way bad. But they are brilliant. They have like dominated the makeup AR space. So there's actually just Perfect Corpse apps, but you can- Like corpse? Like as in like a dead body? Like corporation. Oh. But it sounds like corpse. It's horrible. I know. It's horrible. Rebrand. It, they don't put corporation. They put Perfect Corpse. I don't like it. But anyways- They are brilliant. They've dominated this makeup AR space. So you can either use their app or what like Benefit did is they like layered on, they utilize this technology to fulfill their product's need. Yeah. Amazing. So how did it work? The results are so impressive. And my internet in the car was like really struggling last night when I was finishing this episode. So after we are going to download it, we're going to do our eyebrows. Oh my God. Yeah. But they, it was perfect. Like customers freaking loved this. It was like they could so check you it loaded out. your face? So you basically put your face in it and you can select like the arch. You can select the thickness, the shade, and it's like a virtual brow try-on. Oh my God. So not only can you do this which they are freaking brilliant. They didn't just launch it on an app. They launched it on their website so you could utilize it on the website. They launched it on UCAM, which is the actual Perfect Corpse like app. You could select Benefit as one of your options mm-hmm. as makeup providers. And then a ton of partner websites. So like Probably Sephora. Sephora, Macy's, all these different things. And then most recently, they deployed the brow try-on for China's WeChat mini app. Oh, wow. And it That's just big. exploded, yeah. right? Holy cow. And the results were incredible. Like, first of all, like the realism, like that you could actually see and visualize like this impact of like new eyebrows, like not only for... I mean, imagine people like me, no eyebrows, like I'm really excited to try this, but people, maybe even like cancer patients, like they could visualize how they could actually paint on their eyebrows yeah. and like look beautiful. Cause eyebrows really can make or break your face. Like, yeah. I mean, you can have a lot of definition, you can fade them, like there, it's a big deal. And what's so crazy is not only like was the shape perfect, but this like augmented reality experience was like spot on with like also direct color matching. So like oh. they would have never given me Burton Ernie eyebrows oh as a recommendation. <laughs> There's been some advancements since, <laughs> since we started our company. <laughs> 10 years ago. So since deploying this, they saw a 20% increase in add to carts from its site, increase on time on site, 113% increase in conversion rate from visitors to its site, and a 15 to 30% increase of customers on brow pages, like when from using this tool. But like to purchase. To purchase. That is awesome. Crazy, huh? Wow. Is that the only uh, product they did this AR for? Nope. Okay, here we go. So they just like nail these experiences. So again, during the pandemic, they wanted to 
launch their new magnet mascara, but they knew like they couldn't do an activation. Apparently it worked in, in London, but in the US they're like, we can't do an activation. We need to do something that's a virtual experience. And as we know, we've covered the metaverse. We've covered all these trends of people going to these virtual events. They're freaking crazy. Yeah. So they used influencers to invite people to a worldwide launch event which was the Lash Factory. And they called it Lash Factory's Earth's Core, which was like a nod to the mascara's magnetic formula and applicator. They were able to create six different rooms that included a photo booth with a custom Instagram filter, a virtual try-on room with like augmented reality technology, a live assembly line game, and a control room featuring pre-recorded videos and entertainment from influencers. They even had six live meet and greets with influencers, one of them, Nor Stars, which I don't know who she is, but 9.6 million Instagram followers. She must be like a makeup influencer. Probably. Yeah. And they actually had R&B singer Ari Lennox perform on three different live sets in this like virtual event. Wow. Crazy. So it was like a virtual event where you're like, and you entered into like a, like a universe and you could explore all these different rooms. Yep. And there was even, like they wanted it to feel as interactive as a IRL. If you don't know what that is, it's an everyone, in real life experience. Alexis, everyone knows what it is. I don't talk in terms of acronyms. So like, <laughs> I don't say like IRL. I say in real life. That's better for me. Okay. Okay. But there was actually a chat functionality that visitors could talk to each other while visiting. So like you and I could be like trying on things and you could say like, those are burning Ernie eyebrows. Those are horrible. (laughs) Go to the next room, next try on, you know, or like we could travel to rooms together, which was so freaking cool. And the site was available for 30 days post-launch and it was available in 23 different languages. Wow. Okay. Guess how much they spent on this? I want to say millions. $500,000. $500,000. That's, That's it. it. But why only 30 days? Maybe it would have kept costing a lot to keep it up. I guess I, I don't know how that works. I don't know how you don't it like works. You don't like buy it once and then own it? Nope. You okay. just like create it and, but it drew 77,000 visitors and their last product like sold out in the first three days. Wow. Why'd they keep it up for 30 more days? Because it was like an interactive experience. Yeah. I mean, they were going to restock, obviously, and they're like distributing to department stores. They're like everywhere. That's so cool. I, I mean, that gets me so excited for the potential of like how brands can really embrace AR and like actually drive product sales. Like That's so interesting to it's me. It's so cool. You could actually like put things in your cart. Like, so you, it was like you were in a, a real pop-up. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I'm inspired. I think it's awesome. I'm excited. I want to go check out some of the makeup now because I kind of forgot about the brand until you just mentioned it. And I also am just amazed that you found a brand that like had a chicken finger stunt. I know. How perfect. Oh my gosh. There's one thing also I didn't even cover because I got so immersed in this stuff. Benefit actually was the first makeup brand to launch in airports. Oh, they have the um, kiosks. They have kiosks that are like very like space age. Like back in the day when no one was really doing kiosks like that. It was really. And guess what? Like I've vending actually machines. bought vending mascara. Machine. It's a vending machine. A vending machine, not a kiosk. Like yeah. it is a vending machine. Yeah. I bought something. I bought something um, on a trip when we got stranded before. Like mascara or lipstick or something. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually going to put that in one of our Instagram posts. But I wonder what the 
sales volume is from those kiosks. Yeah. Or vending machines, whatever they are. I mean, what a great idea. Brilliant. Does the family own any of it still? Just a portion. A portion yeah, but the girls, the daughters still work in it. The moms don't anymore. There's some really cool interviews about like their dynamic. Are they like me and you? Are they like old biddies that are like sitting drinking wine on a farm nowadays? Um, they're probably not on a farm. It's the, from the first article I read. They're living the high life. I meant like a like, mansion of a farm. Come yeah, on. With, they, they've got Louis Vuitton from head to toe. Ooh, that's my dream. I know. Louis Vuitton, would you like to purchase Serendipit? <laughs> We will do cool things for you. Yes, we'll give you a discount. (laughs) All right. Well, I want to thank some of my sources. Again, also what was so cool is doing this research, I was able to find some cool data on these vendor sites like Perfect Corp. Again, horrible name, I'm sorry, but you are are an incredible brand. What you've done for the makeup industry and the VR experience, phenomenal. So in your case study format, awesome. Trend Hunter, obviously I love that on mascara campaigns. They had a ton of cool like virtual reality and like pop-up scents. Fashion Monitor talked about how, what PR can learn from Benefit and their cosmetic stunts. Mm-hmm. And then Adweek, brand marketing, Benefit Cosmetics sense a new Guinness Book of World Records. So love it. Super fun. Such brand. a great, such a great one to cover. And like perfect because we have a, not a new client, an old client that came back after like the pandemic just kind of made things slow down for them a little bit. And They've hired us to do all kinds of stunts and activations. And like, this just got me so pumped up. So I'm pumped. Thank you for listening. And we hope that if you loved this episode and any other episodes, that you'll share them with a friend. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We're on every platform you can possibly imagine. We're also on Instagram at Will It Stick Podcast. And we hope you'll join us next week for another great episode. Have a great weekend. Don't have Bert and Ernie eyebrows. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 